welcome back to the Constitution. Nope. LinkedIn Logs. LinkedIn Logs. Welcome back, LinkedIn Logs, the uh, premier business LinkedIn, LinkedIn influencer podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. LinkedIn Logs, episode 15. I can't believe I got it wrong. Actually, I can't believe I got it wrong. I don't really care. <laughs> let me be uh, Let me be frank about that. <laughs> That's what happens when you do three shows. Uh, well, actually, two now. The late night show, uh, late night lately, if you haven't been paying attention, is uh, is on a break right now because of the, uh, the the Writers Guild strike that I mentioned a couple episodes ago or so, and uh, I, uh, on top of me doing it in solidarity with the with the WGA uh, union, uh, the I there's I just I I'm not I, I I can't I can't do a late night show if there's no late night so. It's on hiatus for as long as there's no late night. And I remember, I'm, I'm remembering back to last time there was a strike. A couple months in, late night came back without its writers. And Conan did, I think, or I, well, hold on, I don't know if it came back. Uh, but there was a point during the strike where Conan had to do shows. And he did like a week of shows without writers. And the the monologue was bad. And, he, and he'll admit it, the monologue was bad. The uh, prepared, the pre-tapes were, I didn't even think they had pre-tapes, but everything was just not good. The interviews were not good because they didn't have, it's not like they use a writer for interviews, but uh, that's usually a producer's job. But they, yeah, it was just, it was just not good. And the strike is going to continue as long as uh, the, the studios who, again, the big thing, the big two things, I'd say. There's usually, it's usually just one thing, but I think the big two things are AI and uh, streaming residuals. That's that's two of the biggest things that they're fighting for. And if you you can go on and and and, and say, yeah, and be Ted Sarandos at Netflix and say, hey, uh, we're gonna be set for the rest of the year because we already have things ready to come out. And you can be kind of anti-union in that way. But all when it's all said and done there's going to have to be some sort of movement on the studio side. Because this is important. And then in a couple of months, when SAG has the opportunity to to strike, then they're going to be in even more trouble. Because who's a part of SAG? Everybody. Tom Hanks. Quinta Brunson. The rest of Hollywood. All right, let's get into the show. What's been going on with me? Uh, well, I was ghosted again by a potential employer <laughs> who used to be an ex-employer of mine. I'll say it, Scripps. Very much so ghosted. There was a, <laughs> a recruiter. <laughs> I think no, I should be able to talk about this and not and not and not have any repercussions. I'm not afraid of repercussions. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Uh, there was a recruiter who uh, year, years, <laughs> months ago, uh, reached out on, in like September, and I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode, but he long, the short of it is he, uh, he there was there was a job and he goes and he and he's he's like yeah we like you for the job and you know we'll get you to talk to somebody, um, and then we 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 do the interview he moves it a couple of times he moves it like. To the next week. So I get it like, let's, let's pretend it's like a Wednesday. 
and he sends me his his can, candidly ca- calendarly calendarly and uh and I set it up for like that Thursday or Friday or something like that and then he uh, he asked to move it to the next week well originally I set it up for that day cuz you got time open that day and I'm not doing anything I'm not going to do it and then and then it was later that week and then then he moved it to that next week and then we met that next week and he seemed excited and I was excited sent the follow up didn't hear back Cut to, what is it, May 15th? Cut to early May, 2023. And uh, this guy, I won't say his name. I almost said his name, (laughs) this guy. (laughs) I won't go that far. I'll go to eight, but I won't go to 10. Uh, This this guy reached out to me again. Hey, we uh, would like you for this job. And I go, I recognize recognize the name. I go, all right, because it's kind of a unique name. I go, okay. All right, let me uh, let's see what he talked about this time, and then we have the interview, and he remembers me, and I go, yeah, I remember you too, <laughs> and we're talking for a bit, and uh, and and he's like, uh, well, well, this is not going to pay as much as your last job, and and uh, you're going to come in the office every day, and I'm just, and I go, and I, 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 I it hesitant in my head, but I do go, yeah, you're right, cool, uh, great, I'm excited, let's do this. And he goes, all right, well, I'll have you talk to somebody on this date. Oh, again, also, he put, he, we, I, he sent me another candid, candid ca- calendarly, and he sent it to me, and I said it for that day, and he said, how about tomorrow? I said, great, 11 a.m., we did it. So that was a Friday, that was a Friday and then uh, he was supposed to follow up the next week, which was last Monday, uh, or Tuesday, one of those days. And, uh, and, then I've, and then I'm the one who followed up. Um, and I, and also inside that, and so inside that email, <laughs> please hire me, I'm British now. Uh, and inside that email, I also sent, um, another job I applied to at Scripps and I said, Hey, Hey, uh, so-and-so almost said his name again. Hey, so-and-so this is, uh, this is where, <laughs> this is another position that I think I'm, uh, qualified for. Uh, would you be able to point me to the uh, recruiter hiring for it or, you know, just, uh, I've already applied for it. So, you know, here's the information, here's the number and everything. No response. So I was ghosted again. Oh boy, this guy, this guy, I, I have a feeling that in another seven or eight months, he's going to hit me up and I'm gonna be like, the hell is your problem? My guy. <laughs> that goes to all recruiters. Again, I don't like recruiters. I don't like the people. My sister's a recruiter. I like her, but I don't like recruiters, period. I've never had a good experience with recruiters. That <laughs> includes the Warner Brothers recruiters. Anyway, uh, <laughs> never going to get hired anywhere. Let's move on to something I saw on Succession last week. I love Succession. Uh, and you know what sucks is that I've had the last – I've had this entire season just ruined for me the next morning. So I go to the gym – at at four a.m. four thirty o'clock four thirty o'clock in the morning. I'm so tired. It is now nine forty eight. I've been up for five plus hours, five and a half hours. Uh, I I go to the gym, wake up at the gym four o'clock. Go to the gym at four thirty. Um, uh, and, uh, so I also have C plus comedies email, which gets all of the the press releases and the interviews and but uh, but mostly it's it's uh, 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 press releases and. Oh, not press. Excuse me. Mostly, it's like you know newsletters from Variety or Deadline or wh- whomever, whatever. And then 
so I'm so I'm checking the email whenever the first thing I do on a Monday is is I do a nice walk. Do a nice 20, 20, 30 minute walk to warm up the body and it just it just try to try to get things moving. Uh, my bowels have already moved by that point, if you're wondering. <laughs> and I so I do the walk. I'm scrolling through my news channels. I, I I used to work in the news, so I'm I'm still I still stay caught up in the news. And uh, I'm scrolling through, and I see an article from. Uh, I have an RSS feed, so I have I have all these websites feed into my RSS feed. It's like you know, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, uh, IGN, whatever. They have different uh, gaming, news, sports, tech, mobile RSS feeds. Uh, and and I was reading through the the I was reading through the film and television one, which is separate from news, and uh, Vulture. Put out an article literally like an hour after this episode of uh, uh, Succession had aired, and it said, Rip Logan Roy, 19, you know, whatever to 2022. And I just went, Are you kidding? Like, and then I'm, and, and then I, I, so I unfollow them immediately. <laughs> I take them out of my RSS feeds. I'm no longer a reader of Vulture, I, which I haven't read in years. Um, and then, on the in the email for C plus comedy's email, Variety, Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, The Rap, uh, creator Jesse Armstrong on the the big twist on that twist X uh, redacted character died. We need to stop doing this, especially for big shows like that. Big shows, Game of Thrones, Succession, Yellowstone. I don't want to see, and I'm not a guy who's like oh spoilers. They can't handle it. Don't, if there's something big like that, let's just say, hey, there's a twist in the show. That's it. Ruin entire shows for me, Vulture. So we're done. Anyway, I was watching Succession last week, and there was uh, a, 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 not a firing. What is it? What is the word I'm looking for? Um, Greg had to lay off a bunch of uh, people. And I thought it was a very funny clip. <laughs> so funny because they're oh gosh, this this is an MA, this is a TVMA now. I can't this this, this is a clean podcast. I can't put that up there. I'm not gonna blur it out. It's too much work. <laughs> I'm not gonna do any editing in this. So if you're watching the video, and I urge you not to, there is I we're we're now watching a clip uh, where Greg is. It looks like I'm looking at the clip, but I'm actually looking at myself because the clip is on this side of the screen. Uh, I got a big curved monitor. Um, the doctor says there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Dirty jokes, uh, and uh, and Greg is Greg is laying people off, and I and, and it is just a, a textbook way of to say that you should like oh just a way to show that you sh- how you should not lay people off, and uh, uh, and and Greg is reading from a script, and he and he says something along the lines of uh, yeah. Uh, so we're sorry that there's uh, been some upheaval and uh, everybody here is let go. Um, uh, and I'm seeing some confusion in the chat. And that is the funniest line uh, that I've ever seen in a show. Uh, you can just see all these people in the Zoom chat. You should realize that they're fired and they're all complaining. Uh, very funny. I just wanted to talk about that anyway. All right, so let's get on to this uh, first story. It comes from, Link- uh, excuse me, Engadget, written by Chris Holt. LinkedIn is laying off 716 staff and closing its job search app in China. LinkedIn, the job website that is that of which this 
podcast is named after is having its own kind of uh, uh, change inside of of its its walls. There's slower revenue growth. Growth. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn CEO Ryan Ro- Ro- Roslansky sent a memo to employees that the cuts were part of a shift in strategy that was driven by changes in customer behavior and slower growth revenue. Uh, revenue. It's probably because uh, LinkedIn premium costs $79 per week or however much it costs. I think it's like $20 per month. $20 per month to be able to send a LinkedIn message to somebody. They shut down seven year old, the seven-year-old Chinese version of the service, citing the difficulties of operating in the company, in the country, excuse me. You know, China's a company too. America's a company. Japan's a company. Russia's an oligarchy. <laughs> Just pulling out words from high school. LinkedIn is shifting its strategy in China toward helping companies based there recruit and train workers from other countries. It will cut its product and engineering teams in China and reduce the headcount of its local corporate sales and marketing divisions. I feel like that. Uh, oh, there was a job board that it rolled out after just after it, uh, it ridded itself of the uh, Chinese version of LinkedIn. There was a job board that it started in Chinese for Chinese users called in career so that's what they're doing now uh as link as new york times notes linkedin did not say how many of the layoffs will be in china now around twenty thousand people work at linkedin so the layoffs are about 3.5 percent which is not much but at some point they're going to have to uh i don't know i don't know if they have to atone for for those losses because uh, I because we don't know I don't even know about this in career thing I don't even know that the the Chinese version of the app was gone so this how like will this really impact the main functions of the company or the the money making part of the company no not really but if there I would say if there's another set of layoffs because LinkedIn is a tech company and just like Meta just like Microsoft Apple Google Amazon if there are I think there were layoffs at Indeed as well. Let's see. But if there are, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I don't know how to spell things. But if there are uh, types of, I was correct. Uh, if there are layoffs at a company like this, at the, what I assume to be the leading uh, job recruiting platform, then that's something to worry about. And the same thing happened at Link, excuse me, indeed, in uh, March of twenty of this year, March of this year. So just a couple of weeks ago, Indeed laid off twenty two hundred employees, which is fifteen percent of its total workforce. So it sounds like uh, the uh, Indeed's a little bit bigger than LinkedIn. Although I've had more luck on LinkedIn than I've had on Indeed. The decision to make job cuts at the company founded in 2004 rose out of Indeed's projection that the job market will continue to cool down following the, quote, recent post-COVID boom, said uh, CEO Chris Himes. The company anticipates the job that job listings, which are the company's bread and butter, will continue to decline in fiscal years 2023 and 2024. Hmm. Again, layoffs are still coming. Now, uh, now that Greg clip I, I showed earlier, uh, there's a we're looking at an article from the Wall Street Journal called "The Debates Swirling Inside HR Departments: 
how to lay off workers. This comes from Chip Cutter. There is, it seems to me that there, there's, there, there is a template for laying people off, uh, especially for my guy who's been laid off more times uh, than you can count. But there's, there seems to be some type of, some sort of template rather that people are following uh, when it comes to to laying off, and it is, uh, it is along those lines of that clip from Succession where Greg is sitting in front of the computer, and. And he's reading off a, a list of things. Because when I was laid off at, uh, uh, let's go back to scripts. Let's keep talking bad about them. Um, <laughs> when I was laid off <laughs> from uh, from uh, EW Scripts, I um, the week prior, the the person, and I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but the my my manager, uh, who my manager, <laughs> uh, who never came to the office, I'll tell you that much. Uh, since the pandemic, uh, she, we, we'd had, we'd had our, uh, you know, the, the yearly, uh, thing review and all that stuff. And, and they were giving off, um, uh, raises to other people. That's a very important key element in that story. So they're giving off raises to other people. And, uh, I, I, it'd been like a year and a half or two years almost. And I had, and, and I was like, uh, and I and I said specifically, hey, I'm not making as much as everybody else here, and uh, I need, you know, money, and I would like to make more. I'd said it obviously in a better way, and she, um, this is this is the first time. Did not look me in the eye. This is over Zoom, and I was in the office, and she was not, and she did not look me in the eye, and <laughs> she said, "Okay, well, we'll see what we can do about that." And then we kind of like ended the 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 meeting, whatever. And then, uh, and I made this whole PowerPoint. I didn't show her, but I made this whole PowerPoint. I think I still have it. Uh, and it, it ended it, it, at the end. It had uh, like it was a very serious PowerPoint. And then at the end, there was the the music from. Um, Ion Springfield on The Simpsons. It's a, it's a great, it's a very funny song. Um, uh, and uh, uh, and I and I, I was I was excited to show, but I never I never got a chance to show her that. Um, anyway, so Ebony, uh, <laughs> she we had she said, her name was Ebony, and she said I don't give it, I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> she. <laughs> She, we, we had, uh, it's a clean podcast. We had a, uh, a, a, she set up a meeting, I think. So that was like a Thursday or a Friday or something like that. But we had a meeting. She set up a meeting like that following Monday uh, for later that week. So the next Thursday or Friday. And I knew what it was as soon as I, I went in there. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get laid off. And we had the meeting. We get, we get to the meeting and an HR person is there. I'm like, well, that's what's happening. And then she she tells me that I've laid off. She's again she's looking down the entire time, and she's not making eye contact with the camera. And she was like, "Do you have any questions?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't have a friggin' job anymore." So I'm like, no, I just like, I guess she could tell I was uh, angry and disappointed. Um, but it's it's just crazy to like, and then and then they're like, "You can reach out to us at any time," and blah blah blah. And I reached out to her, Ebony, and. <laughs> And uh, and this uh, uh, and the HR person Drake, and <laughs> and I reached out to them and uh, uh, like I think like months later, like maybe three or four months later, 
uh, because I was again, even though we're during a pand- we're in a pandemic, we'd only gotten like two of those fourteen hundred dollar checks from the government or whatever, and then my unemployment was running out. Uh, so between February and you know let's say May. I was, I was like, okay, well, I need a job. And so I, I reached out to them and they ignored me. They ignored my emails. They ignored uh, two emails each. And yeah, uh, which was unfortunate versus, versus the three people, only three people at that entire company uh, re, uh, sent me, sent me an email like before my last days there. Uh, and, and yeah, so that's what happens when you give everything. And uh, Ebony and Dre are the worst people I've ever met in my life. Uh, not that worst, <laughs> but they're definitely up there. Uh, just like Angela, the weather channel. <laughs> that, again, that's another person that I was, I was laid off from. Okay. So there, but there's a, there's a type of now we're, now we're at a point where, okay, we're, a lot of people aren't coming into the office and uh, maybe some people are just contractors like I was, like I've been. Um, and, uh, maybe I should bleep those names. <laughs> Just sitting here thinking about it. And, 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 it, and now we're, it, but it, the, the companies, they do have to do layoffs, especially for those that were on hiring sprees in the past couple of years, because it, like, like, like a streamer or a music provider that just saw a boom of work and people were working from home and they said, Hey, we can get people work from home. We saw Google hire just a crap ton of people. And then they tried to move back in the office and then, and then they're hit left and right with things that they, that uh, they could have controlled if, if we're, if we're looking at it a different way. Uh, and then they have to lay off 10,000 people. Same thing for meta, same thing for Apple. If, if they went through uh, uh, things like that. Uh, some companies talk about how they they move they're they're doing layoffs ahead of time. Some don't. Uh, when Salesforce co-chief executive Mark Benioff announced he's not from the Game of Thrones, announced <laughs> Wednesday that the cloud software job because one of the creators of uh, the Game of Thrones the TV show I think is DB Benioff I think I think that's what his what his name is I don't really care. He announced Wednesday that the cloud software giant planned to eliminate roughly 10% of its staff. Same thing for Warner Brothers. They said uh, they were going to, they're cutting $5 billion. Same thing for Disney. They said this, uh, you know, they're going to cut a couple hundred thousand people as well. There's uh, uh, some some human resource teams have are building spreadsheets to track how many uh, position uh, peers uh, cut and what, Excuse me. How many position peers cut, and what they say to employees during the reductions? That's what the, the, also another word. It's verbiage. It's it's how you say things, and that, and how how you want these to come off. You call them reductions instead of layoffs. Uh, meanwhile, laid off workers are comparing severance agreements and pushing back if they feel terms fall short, which has sometimes led to tense all hands sessions. You know who I don't feel bad about? If I bleep those other names, I probably will. But you know who I don't feel bad about mentioning is the guy, Jonathan Cates, who made out like a bandit from the deal with Scripps. Uh, That guy was that bald turd. I don't like him at all. I don't like anybody he surrounded himself with. Can't be proud about the 200,000 viewers you got on a rerun of rush hour a heavily edited movie that I had to watch 
<laughs> I'm never going to work for Scripps again. <laughs> Smash cut to next week. I get a call from recruiter so-and-so. Hey, they want to see you. <laughs> nah, you won't do that. Some companies, such as payments processor Stripe Inc., have been celebrated by employees and others how they dealt with their layoffs. Stripe cut about 14% of its workforce in November. In an email to employees, CEO Patrick Colson, uh, excuse me, Collison, uh, said he and other leaders were, quote, fully responsible for the decisions leading to the layoffs. The company said it would uh, provide at least 14 weeks of severance pay and would accelerate or waive employee stock vesting cliffs, which means that they could cash out their stocks and, and, and not have to wait um, uh, amount of time uh, more or less to to sell those stocks when i worked at Publix, when i was a a bagger at Publix, one of the things was uh you get you get stock options after a certain amount of time and i don't i i I think that was the same way at ups as well when i was working there um i think i've worked i think also at home depot too uh i've worked a lot of jobs but i don't i don't know if that is exactly something that if it's not offered immediately, you know, along with, I mean, benefits, I understand holding that off. But if it's not offered immediately, what do you expect to keep somebody at a company? Like if they're working at Home Depot and they're, um, you know, one of the, God, I forgot what they call them. Like the master people who uh, come in uh, and and like they're in, they, they can help you build or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long since I've been there. Uh, but 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 is that something that's really going to keep retention? Or is it just a bonus thing that, hey, on top of deba- uh, debates, on top of <laughs> on top of uh, benefits in six months, you're also going to get a hundred dollars of stock options or reduced reduced payment for stocks, too. Some laid off employees wrote a collective letter in December to Coursera CEO Jeff Magion Calda and executives outlining how the workers felt Coursera's separation terms fell short compared with the layoffs at companies such as Meta Platforms, Inc. and Stripe. The group cited the company's decision not to waive some stock vesting cliffs or accelerate vesting for stock-based composition issued to employees. The letter uh, is signed by unnamed, quote, layoff employees. Uh, what, what, what's going on? I don't know why things happen sometimes. The company Coursera offered workers four months of pay plus more based on role or tenure along with healthcare coverage and outplacement assistance. A number of human resources, advertisers, advertisers, sorry, I'm dying. Advisors say that at minimum companies should offer laid off workers a month of severance. Uh, I did not, I did not get that. I think I got like a thousand dollars from, uh, Scripps. Many companies are also now waiving stock vesting requirements too, though policies vary by company. Okay. And uh, this, and so, and, and, and bouncing off of people comparing their laid off severances or stock options to, or vesting options, opportunities rather, to other companies, if it's Coursera comparing, or Salesforce comparing it, or Coursera, I think it was Coursera, Coursera comparing it to Meta and Stripe, uh, look at here's another one from uh, the Wall Street Journal done by written by Courtney Vinopal Vinopal Vinopal. Uh, knowing everyone's salaries can light a fire under workers. There's I want I went I dated a girl years and years and years and years, years ago um, who was like her personality. It's just so much. But 
like if TikTok were a person. <laughs> but also, it didn't fit. <laughs> but we, I remember one thing she said to me uh, once was we were talking about jobs, and she's uh, I've never dated a woman who's made less than a hundred thousand dollars. That's not that is a that's a very true fact. And it is it I, it doesn't hurt me any, but it, uh, every woman I dated for the past like seven years has made a hundred thousand dollars or more, and I'm over here just like barely getting a job or working a contract. I haven't had health insurance in such a long time. That's true. Like I tr- I truly like I, every woman I dated a hundred thousand dollars or more. Uh, but she she'd gotten a, a good job, you know. At we were we were the same age, so she'd gotten a good job, and we were dating. I was like, what? We were like twenty four, maybe twenty three, twenty four. But she, yeah. But she had gotten she had a good job with uh, Cox, um, which is they own WSB and uh, which is the ABC affiliate down here, and uh, the AJC. Uh, both places are going to get a job at. Uh, uh, <laughs> one place, uh, WSB, I was, uh, ghosted. Uh, that was a, that was a job I was ghosted on. And they brought me in, they brought me in, they gave me a tour, then I was ghosted. <laughs> I remember emailing that woman. I, oh my God, they get, she gave me a tour of the facilities and we like hit it off. It was a, this, uh, this older lady. I remember her hobbling around and she did not. <laughs> She did I she didn't email me back. She didn't I she didn't call me back. I remember emailing and calling. Like, why give me the tour? Why give me the tour? Like, why let me in the building? Jesus. We I got far on that one. I I just remember that. I can't believe it. Anyway, but this girl, uh uh I was gonna say her name. <laughs> I stopped saying names on the show. <laughs> but but this young lady this young lady, she said, uh I'm you know, in the in a but this is before TikTok was everything. But she's but she said in a very TikTok way. I'm just trying to break the uh, the oh, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm just trying to uh, I'm just I just want to talk about like how much money everybody makes. Like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to break through that the cliche of we don't talk about it. And and uh, and you know, in, in some respects, she's right. Like we should just talk about. I love the idea that now New York and. I believe California, you have to post on LinkedIn or India or whatever that how much money that the job is offering that it makes so much more sense. And yeah, some people aren't going to apply to a job that's paying only $50,000 or the, or the, the benefits suck, but, but just do better. And then some people, some people are going to going to apply to that because that's what they need and, and, and they're desperate and they, and they have to feed their cat and, uh, the new Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out and they want to be able to purchase that. No Switch game should be $70. It's ridiculous. Come on. No, video games should not be $70, period. And Nintendo games never go on sale, so I'm not going to... That game, that game's not going to go on sale. i got to buy that thing at full price. <laughs> I still have to finish Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, so I can't, I can't buy a game right now. You have to grind. I'm at the Elite Four, but you have to grind, and I, I hate grinding. Uh, oh, but you should see me dance and love grinding. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yes, the <laughs> and cre- pay transparency is is something that that I that I think that if if I work 
at uh, a, a, a corporation, let's like if I work at Wall Street Journal and I know that this person was hired on, I was hired on the same time as this person, we're doing the same job, but they're making more than me, then that's something that's going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to, you know, either step up because it's either something they're doing or it's unfair and I just have to, you know, talk about it, be able to talk about it. We just have to be able to talk about it. Okay. One of the fears for for posting how much a job is going to pay because New York and California and other places have to uh, have to post now uh, how much the job is paying. One of the fears is if workers know what their colleagues make, this is from the article, it could create tension in the ranks, undermining performance, which I, I understand where that's coming from, but that, that does seem like kind of a, a, um, uh, an archaic way to think about it at this point because now we're in age. I, I understand some people can bounce from job to job, but other people are, are kind of locked in. And, and if they are uh, uh, working at, uh, Auntie Anne's corporate. <laughs> what is that? There's a Auntie Anne's is, is based here, and it's in Sandy Springs. Um, uh, also, a place where, <laughs> where my sister knew a young lady who was working there, and she was like, "My brother needs a job. Can you go? Can you talk to him?" And then I drove all the way up there. This is this is a couple years ago. I drove all the way up there to. Um, hold on. What is it called? Auntie Anne's corporate. Uh, I drove all the way, no, not the Lancaster one, you dummy, uh, Atlanta. I drove all the way up there, uh, and it was, what is it called? Uh, da, 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 da. and, and the, and the young lady, I, I don't know the name, I don't know the name of the company, uh, but the, but the young woman, we sat down. She again. She took me tour on a tour of the office, and she introduced me like people. And it wasn't an interview, but she. But I was there, and we went to this conference room, and we chatted. And she's like, "Well, what are you looking for?" And I was like, eh, "I told her all this stuff." But it, that's something that could have been a phone call, and it was just, and it made me feel so dumb. And then I left, and then nothing happened. <laughs> you sent an email back. Hey, it was great to meet you. Blah blah blah. Zip. Now there's research showing <laughs> that I don't know what we're talking about anymore uh, from uh, from scholars at Indiana University, Harvard Business School, and the University of California that suggests that when employees find out how their earnings stack up against their peers, it can compel them to work harder. Which is something that I, I know that when I'm in the gym and I see some uh, somebody, there's there's one guy in the gym who uh, is very strong, and I look up to that guy. Uh, we chat every now and then, but. I see him doing something and I go, oh man, I wonder if I can do as much weight as he can or as many reps as he can with that. And obviously I fall short, but not obviously I'm strong. Uh, but I, I, but when I see that, that, that does want me to drive. Cause you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to find out that uh, this is very true at the interns at uh, uh, WXIA made more money than me and I'm not going to get pissed uh, and go, I should be making more and stop doing my work. No, that makes me want to go, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work hard and hopefully I, I'm noticed and hopefully I can start a conversation. Uh, I was not noticed and I tried to start a conversation and I was told I had to wait six months. $10 an hour. I was driving down from the suburbs. Anyway, uh, pay disclosure spurred academics who found out they were overpaid compared with peers, according to Tamaz 
Alblage, a professor of strategy at Indiana University's Kelly School of Business, who co-wrote the paper. These higher-paid academics produced roughly 7% more articles on average once transparency efforts revealed salary information. Why did it jump? Dr. Abloge said he suspects the counterintuitive finding stems from people feeling like they have to work harder to prove they are worth uh, their expensive price tag. More broadly, Dr. Abloge said pay <laughs> disclosures in academia didn't produce drops in productivity, though the study highlighted an important exception. When pay transparency revealed high levels of inequity within an institution or department, overall productivity decreased. Uh, and, and then also, let's extend this, you know, towards women or people of color. Like, it, it's, it, 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 there's a fine line between um, people being able to work hard and then also people just getting something or, 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 or more pay because based off of how they look or who they know. You guys look for career growth, no transparency, and there's nothing else that we really need to talk about in this. But, yeah. Okay. That's it. That's everything. That's uh, that's the show. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where we've got other podcasts. Right now it's on hiatus, but Late Night Lately, the Late Late Night Show show, uh, is uh, is is a late, late night show. Late, late night is a late night show where I talk about things that happen in late night. It's not on right now, uh, again, due to WGA strike. You can also check out, uh, what's it called, The Constitutionals, which I thought this show was <laughs> when I started for a second the constitutionals podcast which is the premiere show uh this week's or the 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 next episode i guess has an interview with uh, the creator of buck bup kiss on peacock starring pete davidson it's not pete davidson it's judah miller it's a it's a good interview it's great it was uh I, i'm not a fan of uh, press junkets but it was a press junket so i only had a certain amount of time with him and we had a nice time, and you'll listen to that. <laughs> if you want to see a video version of all the shows, head to youtube.com slash comedy. If you want to follow us on uh, social, you can do it on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at comedy. Follow me at Chad Black White. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends about uh, everything that you heard here. Tell your friends. Tell them. Tell them what you've seen. I don't know who that was, but we're done.